you guys, oh my God, you started with the fat jokes. I'm gonna tell you right now, that's what fat people do, okay? Cisco! We all the fat people and we judge each other, all right? Hey, baby, I'm not that fucking fat, right? Jesus Christ. But I wanna help you out, fat people. There's certain things you can't do when you're Ladies fat. And gentlemen. You're Number one, don't Cisco eat chicken wings and rub your nose because you're gonna wake up in the middle of the night like, who the fuck's cooking chicken wings? Where my nigga his fat ass gon' make you chuckle, really? <laughs> Don't bust a gut, you better loosen up that buckle, feel me? You gon' be grinning like you just finished another quickie Like I bust on nothing, every bitch is out and fuckin' with me Niggas, you fuckin' with me, then you fuck with Cisco We gon' make it anarchy, every day is Saturday Biggest thing in comedy, nigga stop the flattery He droppin' all this money, but he never droppin' calories Welcome everybody to the Don't Be Weird Podcast My name is Cisco Duran, I am back at it again uh, First of all, wanna apologize for last week I was on a uh, trip um, you know, couldn't really record where I was at, couldn't upload, so, you know, really do apologize about that, but I'm back at it again, and today is October 4th, I'm dropping it October 5th, so you guys are probably gonna see it like a day later, but anyways, man, a lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of stuff to bring up, man. First and foremost, my HBO special is out. If you guys have HBO Max, if you guys have HBO, whatever the case may be, Make sure you guys log in. Look up Cisco Duran, C-I-S-C-O Duran, um, and it should pop up when you hit the search box. It's going to be called Entre Nos the Winners. I am on episode number 10, um, so make sure you guys check that out. They dropped two. Actually, they actually dropped two specials that day, so they dropped the winners, and they dropped uh, What She Said. Um, two very funny comedians on that one. One is Shadi Diaz. The other one is Jessica Keenan. Very funny girls. They were on the same. We filmed the same the, the same day pretty much. And they killed it, man. They were very funny. Shouts out to them. And then make sure you guys check me out with uh, with Abby Sanchez and uh, Cisco Durant. So <clears throat> um, I still haven't watched it yet. I, I try to watch it, but I couldn't. Um, just to be honest, man, like I just it's so hard for me to watch myself because I just feel uncomfortable, man. It's it's just I don't know, dude. I don't know. I just it's hard. Like even when I record myself, it's hard to like record my sets and actually watch them because it's just so tough to do. Um, but you know, I did get a lot of love. I got a, a lot of good good responses from it. Um, started getting phone calls from people, uh, which is cool. Uh, people that want to work with me and stuff like that. So I'm I'm super excited about that. And um, you know what? This just pumps me up to get ready to film my 30 minute special, man. So um, hoping 2022 is a good year. Uh, where I can film a 30-minute special. It's, um, you know, I'm working hard on it, man. I'm working hard on it, and, you know, we'll see where that goes. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you guys do like it, make sure you guys hit me up on social media, Cisco Durant 305 on all my social medias, um, you know, and let's talk about it, man. I, uh, I know that I threw out some good jokes that I can never really use on another special again, but I just I just know it was a, it was a good... It's like what I... What, I always talk to Carlos Messi about this. Like, he always tells me, man, like, your first special is just you introducing yourself to the world, man. Just showing the world exactly how funny you really are. And your second special should be very important because the second special should be the world knowing who you are as a human and growing up and, and your life experiences and stuff. So I think that this next special that I'm going to be writing and working on right now is going to be very difficult for me. Um, because I'm not a very open person, you know, like I could do this all day, like as far as podcasting and, and, and pouring my heart out, because like, if you think about it, like I'm just talking to a camera, I don't see you watching me live while I'm doing, I don't know what you really think about it. I mean, I could tell if it's good or not, depending on the numbers, but I could never like really 
really focus on on whether it's gonna be something that's gonna be a monster or not, you know. Um, so we'll see. We'll see where this uh, where this special this second special goes. You know, I'm very excited about it. Uh, wrote some jokes about growing up in my childhood and stuff like that, and and you know the experiences, which I think a lot of people relate because I feel like, um, you know, there's a lot of things where where. <laughs> There's a lot of it's a lot of similarities to a lot of people's lives, man. Like people think, oh, I'm the only one that suffers from this, and it's, it's really not the case. A lot of people suffer from a lot of shit, man. So, uh, you know, definitely, definitely check it out. Let me know what you guys think. I hope you guys really, really do enjoy it. Um, I know it's gonna be a dope ass special, um, and I think that everybody's definitely gonna like it a lot. So definitely check that out when you guys get the opportunity to check that out. Um, so go to HBO, HBO Max, whatever it is that you guys have. Check out my podcast. I appreciate you guys, everybody, for the love and the support that I've been getting nonstop. And like I said, man, this isn't the stop. This is just the beginning. And, and I got a lot of stuff lined up and a lot of projects lined up, you know. Um, so that's that, man. Uh, I'll tell you this. It's uh, I want to talk to you about how I felt. You know, I think that's uh, I think that was <laughs> I think that's like a very important part of, of you know, doing stand up because I've gotten a lot of no's in my career. You know, like I've gotten a lot of people to tell me, no, you're not ready. No, you're not funny enough. No, you're not a headliner. No, you're not, you know, you're unfocused. No, you're not, you know, you're bad for this, bad for that. You know, no to commercials and no, whatever. I got a bunch of no's, man. And I finally got a yes. You know what I'm saying? Like I finally got a yes. And I remember. When I got that first yes, <clears throat> was during COVID when I when they flew me out to LA to compete against uh you know four other comedians to do this special. Um, I realized that it was like I don't even know how to explain it. Like I just realized you know like I I just got into that frame of mind where it was like oh shit like somebody actually respects what I do and the amount of time and process that it's taken to get to that point. And, uh, and I remember, you know, and I, and I put the trophy where I see it every single morning, you know, every single day that I walk in and look at it, and I'm like, oh man, I actually won an HBO competition where I'm actually going to have an HBO special out. And it was just, it was a dope experience to say the least, man. And, um, so the initial feeling was great. Um, you know, there was a couple things that, that went kind of sour during the actual competition, you know, but I won't really talk about that because, you know. I don't put the negative out there. I don't really want to go with the negative, you know. Um, but, you know, we I started prepping for the special, started hitting mics and, and, and you know, sharpening my tools and, and making sure that I have and I gave everything that I could give to that special, you know. Um, looking back at it now, there's a couple of things that I wish I could have moved things around, you know, because I know, I know in what order I gave what, you know. But overall, I'm very happy with it. <clears throat> I remember the day that I filmed it. Um, it was a stressful day. I'll tell you that, you know, because, <coughs> sorry, the day before they have, you you know, doing photo shoots and stuff like that and getting dressed up and then um, and then interviews. So you're doing interviews, photo shoots, all that stuff. And and that's the day before you actually filmed. Then the day you film, you know, you got to, you know, now there's extra stuff that you got to go through. So you got to go through COVID tests, wait till, till you get approved. I had to sit in front of a light for like 30 minutes like and I just felt I felt like a little frustrated because it was like it was just tough to like really really understand because I don't understand the production part of things you know I, I don't understand those that stuff what I do understand is 
You, I, I, what I do know is getting up on that stage and making people laugh and going at it and, and just fucking just hitting it. You know what I'm saying? So to wake up at 11 o'clock to do interviews and dress up and make up and, you know, the show's not till seven. You know, we had two shows, um, you know, do COVID tests and, you know, I'm sorry, do COVID tests and go through meetings and, and you know, what to expect and what not to expect and stuff like that. Like it was, it was, it was a lot, man. It was a lot of, uh, uh, of my time given to them, which I totally understand and I respect, but I didn't have a lot of time for me, you know, which now I know because next time that I do something like that, I'm more prepared to be ready to do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, man, it was just, it was just difficult, bro. Like it was difficult to really get into the mindset and and I remember doing the first show and like don't get me wrong the first show was great I was I was very happy about the first show I was very excited about the first show um it was the second show man like that I was just able to like shake everything off and and just go up there and fucking just kill man and and it was just it was dope and I think that's what they put out in the in the actual uh taping was the second show where it was just it was just dope like I felt liberated and free and and no care in the world and you know I felt like uh I felt good man so I'm very happy that how it came out um so fast forward <laughs> I think uh at this point we're fast forwarding what fuck we filmed it like in February yeah so that was that was like what eight months after that we went through uh Hold on, sorry. So it was like eight months after that we went through the whole filming and the editing and the, you know, the rendering and and the okays and the not okays and what jokes are we able to put in and what jokes are we not able to put in, you know, stuff like that. Um, so I remember that whole process. I didn't even think about it. Like it just, it just like you know, it just passed my mind. Like I didn't even, I forgot that we even filmed it. To be honest, at a certain point, because I was like, oh shit. And then when they were like, oh, October 1st, we're going to drop it. I was like, oh, shit, like, this is real now. Like, this is actually real. And I wasn't nervous or anything like that. I wasn't worried. I, you know, I went and filmed for the Ha Festival, which was an amazing experience for the Ha Festival, which was still HBO, um, but it's a different version of HBO. And <clears throat> and it was a good time, but I didn't feel as ex- I didn't feel like pressured or anything because it was a little bit different because there's like you have like 10 comics and you know I'm part of the 10 comics but I just remember uh being there uh and just knowing that hey man like in about two weeks my special is about to go out and I wanted to feel some sort of sensation I wanted to feel some sort of excitement and stuff like that but I didn't you know and by the way I'm prefacing this with saying I'm fucked up emotionally like there's you know it takes a lot for me to be you know to get me emotionally you know so anyways um sorry I'm fucking tired man it's been it's been a long fucking week um so I remember I remember feeling like you know just like oh we'll see how it goes we'll see how it goes and I remember it aired and I was in uh I was in Huntsville Alabama you know, a lot of people are very excited about my HBO special coming out, and it was, it was, you know, people showed me a lot of love, a lot of love on it, and, um, you know, I remember just feeling like, oh, that's cool, man, 
But I started getting text messages from people like, oh, I know somebody famous now. I know somebody on TV now. I know, you know, how dope is it that you fucking, you know, you you have an HBO special. And it, and it didn't register to me because I still felt like a basic bitch. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and <laughs> you know when it hit me? The, the moment I got emotional is uh, coming home on Sunday and, um, and walking in. To my mom's house, you know, because like at the end of the day, I do these, I do all the stuff I do for, you know, me and my mom, you know, my dad, because I try to, I did stand up to make my dad happy and stuff like that, and and I remember, um, you know, turning on the TV and my mom was like, you know, I heard your HBO special came out, and you know, my mom doesn't know how to work TV or anything like that, and I was like, yeah, mom, let me, let me show it to you, it's no big deal, and I turn on my TV and I. I put in my name with my last name, and she goes, "Oh wow, you just—that's the way you search it, yeah." Just you know, put put my name, and and then my big ass face fucking comes out, and, and um, I saw the biggest smile on my mom's face that I've never—not that I've never seen, but I haven't seen in like a long time, and uh, um, and I just fucking—I got emotional as fuck, man. I got emotional as fuck, you know, and my mom's just. She didn't even say it. Like, she just stood there watching, laughing, and smiling with a big face. And she was just like, she looked at me and she was like, I'm very proud of you, son. And uh, I've been doing stand-up for 12 years now. And I've gotten a lot of compliments in my life. And, you know, from famous people and, and people that, significant motherfuckers, you know. And I don't think anybody's ever said anything to make me feel that emotional the way my mom made me feel that mo- in that moment. And that and right then and there, I knew out these last 12 years of heartaches and depression and, and stuff like that was worth it, you know? It was really worth it to um, just to see my mom at that moment be happy and proud of her son, you know? Uh, the only thing is that I really wish that my dad was around to like watch it also because I think he would have loved it. He was uh, he was never really he never really openly showed his appreciation for what I did for a living. I mean, he you know, he did like low key, you know, like on his last days, like he would tell the nurses like this is my famous son. He's going to be the next Richard Pryor, you know. But I'd pay anything just to see my fucking dad watch my special. I'd pay anything. I'd give anything. You know, just to see his face and see if if my dad approves. And I know he would have. I know he would have, you know. Because before he died, he came to one of my shows. and He told me, he was like, dude, you're fucking funny as shit. <clears throat> and I'm super proud of you. So, uh, So, yeah, I mean, you know. That's how I feel. I felt, I felt like, you know, this was another special. It was just another TV. Like I've been on TV before, you know. I've done TV shows. Um, but this is the first time that like I actually feel happy and proud. You know. You know, my mom just fucking just standing there, just looking at the TV, smiling, just like that's my fucking son. You know, and um could have done anything in my life could have been an insurance broker with my dad and could have owned a business like I wanted as far as like owning a restaurant and stuff but this is the life I chose which was to make the world happy 
And I think that uh, I think I did the right decision when it comes to that, you know. So yeah, um, yeah. So that's that, man. I'm I'm super happy that it's out. I'm super happy that uh, you guys get to see my hard work. Um, you know, it was a lot of years of writing and fighting and bombing and you know, it's it's not easy, man. It's not easy in this next. <clears throat> and it's not over because these next six months are gonna be even worse. Because I'm putting, I'm giving myself myself a six month timeline to really get to where I need to get to as far as my stand up goes and make sure that it's it's funny and on point, you know, and have people people really appreciate the work and, and the hard work and dedication that I put into this craft, you know. People think it's easy to come up with jokes. And people are like, oh, why do you say the same jokes? And I'm like, because it's not perfect. And you're never going to get a perfect joke. You'll get something close to perfection. But nothing's really ever perfect, you know? So, yeah. So, I'm, I'm very happy about that. So, you'll see me at a lot of open mics and a lot of shows in the next six months. Because I really, really need to go out there and, and, make, and make these jokes happen and make these jokes work, man. Um, so yeah, again, if you haven't watched my HBO special, go on HBO Max, watch my stand-up special, let me know what you think, let me know how you feel about it, I'm open to any type of criticism or any kind of love, so, um, I'm here for that, I have, I have, I have enough time for you. <laughs> Alright, what's next, so my weight loss, um, kind of stopped doing the HCG, I'm down 35 down, 35 pounds, everything's going great, just ran out of shots, you know. Um, right now, I'm maintaining this, the weight that I'm at. And uh, I think I'm doing... So, right now, I'm doing this thing called a Mexican root. So, it's uh, it's these small little fucking pills that you take one a day in the morning. And you got to eat potassium, man. Because if you don't eat potassium, you are going to shit. Like, it's bad, bro. Um, you know, and it's just been helping me, like, cleanse my body. You know, like, just cleanse all the bullshit that's in my body. And I've been, you know... Just everything that's in there has been fucking gone, bro. So, um, I'll tell you this. I wouldn't recommend it to any of you guys, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm going to see how, how, how well this works on my body and how well it works and how far it could go with it. But, you know, it's just, you know, it's just something that I'm trying. And I'm definitely going to go back on the ACG to lose weight, you know, and, uh, and see where it goes from there. Now, one of the biggest things that's going on right now is that is... <laughs> Instagram is down. Instagram, Facebook, uh, is it Twitter? So like, I don't know if you could tell, but like, like it says, it says you know cannot refresh. You know, like you get that little notification. Oh, can you see it? I can't. I don't know if you can see it, but like you can't refresh anything. You can't do anything, and it's crazy because like, like I just got a message this morning from Laugh Factory saying that they're gonna post one of my videos. And I was super excited about them posting the video, but now I can't even, now they're not even going to post it up. And it's a good thing when Laugh Factory is able to, like, post something, because when they post something, like, you instantly get, a, you know, two, 3,000 followers if, if it's a good video. And they posted up a couple of my videos where they go viral, so, you know, and definitely shouts out to the Laugh Factory for showing love. You know, I did the show with uh, Carlos Mencia on a Thursday, I want to say, before we head out to, yeah, it was Thursday before we went to San Jose, and I'll tell you what, man. It was uh, the first few minutes of doing that that show was a little difficult, but it just turned out to work out, 
you know well and and they liked they edited down four clip like four little clips i could i approved three of the four and i'm excited for you guys to watch that you know because that's not even on my special so you know those would be extra jokes and i think one of them is like a crowd work so it's actually pretty dope i'm actually thinking about doing nft i don't know if you guys know what nft is but <clears throat> it's kind of like crypto right um, I'm gonna put my stuff out into the universe, into this NFT world. I'm open. I'm only have ten thousand albums available. I'm just gonna be a crowd work album, so it'll be me doing stand up, but just doing crowd work the whole time, and having people, uh, you know, laugh or whatever, and, and go from there. Um, you know, I'm not doing it for any fine. Well, I mean, everything's for financial gain, but I just want to put more stuff of myself out there and be consistent with it. So, you know. Definitely want to work that angle and see what's going on there, you know. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to see what else we have here. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in my life, man. It's just today I'm doing a listening party for my HBO stuff. Um, you know, I think tonight, I mean, I don't want to be there so early, but I'll be there. Um, it's kind of hard to promote it because, you know, Facebook being down. I think this is like the worst outage that social media has ever had since like 2008. Where we had to go 24 hours without Facebook and Instagram, you know, it's ridiculous. Um, and I feel like a lot of people are like, whoa, what am I going to do? And now they got to figure out how to be productive and, and not worry about social media so fucking much, man. Like people just worry about what the fuck everybody else is doing. And it's fucking crazy to me, man. And, you know, worry. I mean, you know, you got your little creeps and shit like that. So it is what it is. Um, a lot of drama going on in the comedy world, too. You know, there's this uh, local comedian in South Florida called Ellie Rodriguez. She was uh, she called out this comedian. I don't want to say who his name because I don't want to give him popularity about it or anything. And I don't really I really don't give a fuck too much about it. But, you know, this comic went around and fucked seven or eight female comedians in the community. And, you know, that he played with their hearts and told them shit that they didn't that, you know, shouldn't really matter. You know, he pretty much lied to these bitches like like what men do anyways, you know, men, most men fucking lie to their women or women or whatever the fucking case may be. And this guy did exactly what what was expected from a man to do. He fucking lied and played with their heartstrings and all the girls found out and, you know, they're all. And not that they were all trying to, like, put them out there, but, you know, it got from one person told another person, and then, you know, this person was like, you know what, I'm going to fucking say something, and, you know, she went on this rant, and I'm not saying that she's right or wrong, that's not, I'm not, that's by far the furthest thing I would ever say about some shit like that, but, like, you know what's going to happen, dude, like, guys, like, yeah, at the beginning, everybody's going to be like, oh, fuck that guy, fuck that guy. And then you know what's going to happen later? Ah, who cares? Like, it is what it is. It happens. He's a guy, whatever, you know. And it's not going to hurt his fucking career, you know. I mean, maybe if he was a bit popular, but even then, like, like if he was on a, on a Dave Chappelle status and he went on a fucking, fucking spree, you know what the world's going to say? Like, those girls let him fuck, you know. And it fucking sucks because I'm not I'm not on that guy's side at all. You know, it's just you know my biggest rule is you don't fuck where you eat. <laughs> so it's pretty much like you don't shit where you eat, but you don't fuck where you eat, man. And that's what you should not do. You should never 
fuck around with females' emotions and and string them along, like be a fucking real man. But at the same time, like you're not the only fucking man to have ever done it in the whole wide world, you know. So it sucks. It sucks that these women have to go through that. It sucks that they still have to see him in the comedy scene because he's not gonna go anywhere. He's actually fucking decently funny. Um, you know, it's a good-looking dude that you know took advantage of women and, and you know that happens. That happens. And it just fucking sucks. It is what it is at the end of the day. So, look, I I try not to shit where I eat. I've probably slipped up a couple times, you know. I mean, you get into a, a place where you're just like, fuck it, I'm going to do it anyways. But, you know, like, I remember uh, Ralphie May telling a story on a podcast. Not a podcast. I think I was, like, at a comedy class with him. And he was his yeah, it was a comedy class. And he was like, he goes... I, you know, he knows this comic that fucked a server. That server became a manager. The manager became a GM, you know, and then he, it ended up that he could never fucking work that club because he fucked that girl, that woman, and that woman fucking banned him from that club. And he was never able to work that fucking club again. And it's like, you never know what's going to happen in life, man. So, like, my, my advice to you, to the comic that fucking did what he did, I don't give a shit what you did. I don't care. Like, those women gave you the opportunity to fuck. You took the opportunity. You just didn't have to lie about it, right? That's number one. Number two, um, you don't know out of the, all the women that you fucked where they're going to be in their career. Let's say one of them becomes the most successful comedian out of South Florida. You just fucked yourself out of opportunities Instead of being a real person With that person and telling them like Hey I don't want anything I just want to fuck You should Like you just fucked yourself out of an opportunity Of like you know Let's say this person becomes a big time And they want to help out the local scene And bring back a comic or whatever You just fucked yourself out of that opportunity You know Like I'm going to be somebody one day I'll be big one day You know and I'm going to come back and I'm going to choose a comic that I think was funny and treated me good and have them open for me. You know, why the fuck not? And that happens a lot in this industry. And you just fucked yourself out of ever getting an opportunity from being something that you should, you wanted to or should have been. You know? I always tell people, just respect yourself in the time that you give. You know, respect yourself, respect the the you know the other person. And just understand that we're in this together, man. Like, this is a small community. Fucking work goes around really fucking quick. So, always, always look out, man. Always look out for yourself. Always have the best intentions for the world. Because karma's a bitch and it comes back with that time, that much harder. Anyways. <coughs> sorry. I, I kind of got sidetracked with that, with that conversation. Um, look, man. I will be in at the Miami Improv on Thursday. I will be at Off the Hook for the rest of the weekend. Um, I hope you guys come see me. Definitely follow me. Come to go to my website, CiscoDuran.com. I'm working on new merch. Um, and I want everybody to know, man, I, I hope I hope you guys support me. I hope you guys keep supporting me. Um, I hope you enjoy the podcast. Uh, you know, I got a lot more stuff to say. Just very little time to say it. Other than that, you guys have been an amazing, amazing fucking fan base i can't ask for anything else it's been growing exponentially and um you know that's all i could ask for and i'm gonna keep trying to be consistent with this so other than that 
Love you guys. Don't be weird, podcast. I'll see y'all. Boom. The flattery. He dropping all this money, but he never dropping calories. We keep these niggas on their toes like they in the trap. We keep these bitches in their pose like they taking snaps. We get that cockalotta coochie with comical tongue. That nigga's funny, girl. That's all I'm trying to say, huh? You about to get a show, so sit back and enjoy them nachos. But before you hit the stage, you better eat them tacos. Cause my nigga don't be eating random bitches tacos. Get it? <laughs> eating random bitches tacos.